sell-off in bank stocks continued Monday. The treasury yields tumbled and gold surged. Now, the U.S. government's guarantee on deposits should actually start cooling down tensions and worries across the markets. But the last few days got the Federal Reserve expectations extremely, extremely messy. So today, the U.S. will reveal its latest CPI data, and it will be very much interesting to see how the Federal Reserve expectations will change and will shape with the latest inflation data from the US. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. Yesterday was yet another ugly day for bank stocks around the world as the selling pressure continued following the Silicon Valley Bank's debacle in the US last week. Now, the money flew into the safe haven assets and the treasury yields around the world tumbled shortly, I mean quite sharply, and that starting from the US yields. The US two-year yield, for example, tipped a toe below the 4% psychological mark at yesterday's trading session. And remember, the yield went above the 5% level last week of after the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell hinted at potentially faster interest rate hikes in the US to abate inflation. Now, that expectation is obviously no longer on the menu du jour. On the contrary, there is now massive, massive lack of consensus in the market among investors and analysts regarding what the Federal Reserve should do and what the Fed will do next week. Some actually think that if today's inflation data from the US is not sufficiently soft, well, the Federal Reserve should continue hiking the interest rates by 50 basis points. Some others think that the Fed should simply hike by another 25 basis points this month and signal a pause in the rate hike starting from the next FOMC meeting, which would be, in my opinion, the smoothest solution of all the solutions for the market and market action. Now, increasing number of investors and bank analysts, on the other hand, including Goldman Sachs, for example, believe that the Federal Reserve will actually skip the March rate hike altogether. Others stretch the no rate idea further and think that we will finally get to pose in the US interest rate hikes that many, many were hoping for for so long and that as soon as this month, meaning that the interest rate hikes will be over in the US for this cycle. And while there are some extreme, extreme opinions and expectations out there, like Nomura, for example, which thinks that uh, the Fed could cut by 25 basis points at next week's FOMC meeting to contain the crisis that we saw in the banking sector since last week. Now, in theory, the worst of that crisis should be behind us by now, as the US government guaranteed all depositors of the banks that collapsed last week in the US. And that, in theory, means that the depositors won't be tempted to pull their money back to go to another bank or to go to another place that they consider being safe as they can simply access their deposits, their money, wherever they are and whenever they want. So this is obviously a very good development, but the crisis will surely get the Federal Reserve to think twice about what to do at next week's FOMC meeting. Now, for now, the pricing on Fed funds futures actually 
would suggest that if we sum up all the divergent opinions out there, well, there is a bit more than 70% chance of a 25 basis point hike at next week's FOMC meeting and a bit less than 30% chance for no rate hike at all. Now, this is a big, big change since last week. And while well, given that there is no strong conviction and there is no one consensus about one scenario about the Fed's next action, these probabilities could change very, very fast with an important event or an important data point coming in, for example. So yes, the US CPI data due later today in the US could actually reshuffle the Federal Reserve expectations in one side or the other regarding what will happen next week at that FOMC meeting because both headline and core inflation figures are expected to have ease in the month of February. But everybody, every investor out there is cautious giving that last month's disappointment on the CPI front could actually be repeated again this month as what we call the base effect, where we will finally start comparing the warm months to the warm months won't be in play until March as Russia invaded Ukraine by the end of February last year and not before. So if you look at a crude oil chart, for example, you see that the spike in oil prices happened in March. Plus, the Mannheim's used car index, you know, the one that everybody is watching, which is also one of the indicators of inflation in the US. So this indicator is now much, much less powerful than it used to be during the pandemic months. Well, that Mannheim's used car index actually ticked higher during the month of February. And well, this spike was quite significant actually to worry some investors for the CPI figure that we may see in February. So it could be another month of a challenging CPI read for the US and for the US markets, but the logic this time is a bit different than the logic that we would have before last week, because a CPI data in line or ideally softer than expected in the US could actually fuel the expectation of no rate hike at all from the Fed this month, whereas a stronger than expected CPI figure today from the US may not fill the expectation of a rate hike from the Federal Reserve this month, as many, many investors out there have already started urging the Federal Reserve to stop hiking the interest rates and be patient and wait and see what happens on the inflation front. Now, there are very, very strong convictions out there, as you probably noticed, and a clash regarding what's the best solution for the Fed. But in reality, no one really knows what's the best solution at this point. So we will take the data and the events and the changes in the market expectations regarding the Fed step by step. For now, the turmoil in the market since last week is also reflected through a spike in the volatility index because the VIX index hit the 30 level yesterday. Now, this is the highest level since October. But note that, and this is important, we are nowhere near the levels that were hit during the 2007-2008 subprime crisis, for example, or the levels hit during the European debt crisis, or the levels hit during the pandemic sell-off back in 2020. And indeed, the S&P 500 gaps lower on Monday, yes, but the index gained later in the session, then gave back the gains to close the session slightly, slightly in the negative, while the Nasdaq 100 index, which also gapped lower at the open at yesterday's trading session, closed the session 0.80% higher than where it started as the technology stocks simply rallied on the back of the tumbling rate hike expectations and the 
the tumbling US yields as a result of it. Apple, for example, gained 1.33% at yesterday's trading session, while Microsoft rallied more than 2% yesterday. And indeed, a surprise pose in the Federal Reserve's rate tightening cycle could further boost the technology stocks that are highly rate sensitive and that have obviously been hammered by the higher rate expectations and by the higher rates from the Fed since last year. Now, another asset that actually benefits big, big time from the sharp decline in the global risk appetite and the sharp decline in the U.S. yields is gold. The price of an ounce actually rallied by more than $100 per ounce since last week and hit the $19.14 per ounce level yesterday. Yet, the rally that we see in gold will likely lose its power as soon as the Kong returns to the market, meaning that it correction, a downside correction below the 50-day moving average level, which is around the $18.75 level, is well possible in the next few sessions of trading. Now, of course, we know that when the U.S. sneezes, the world catches a cold. So the tumbling rate hike expectations in the U.S. and for the Fed are obviously spreading through other parts of the world and other central banks of the world. Traders now see, for example, less than a 50% chance for another 50 basis point hike from the European Central Bank meeting this Thursday. And the expectation of the peak European Central Bank rate fell below the 3.5% level from around 4% last week. But despite the softening ECB expectations, we see that the euro dollar rose and flirted with the 107.50 level yesterday as the US dollar sank deeper across the board, obviously. And well, in periods of strong, strong price action that concerns the US dollar, the US dollar is obviously the main catalyzer of market pricing in the FX markets and beyond. Therefore, the European Central Bank expectations could actually temper the FX move but could hardly reverse the direction of the market, which is mostly dictated by the US dollar and the US dollar moves. And this is obviously true for most pairs. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşköy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and interesting messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on twitter and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading